Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we're in the book of Mark, chapter 11, verses 19 through 26. Jesus and the disciples are finishing day two in Jerusalem. It's been a full day, as we saw last week. Jesus basically took over in the temple and disrupted all the business activities profiting off the people by dishonest gain, making quite a scene, overturning tables and driving people out. We pick up with them leaving that evening, and before they return the next day to Jerusalem, they came across a familiar fig tree, and Jesus teaches a lesson from it. The lesson can be somewhat confusing. It certainly was for the disciples at the time. So Pastor Jim will help us understand what Jesus was saying by the time we're done this week. Here is today's slice of the sermon entitled, Israel, Figs, and Prayer. Which mountain and which sea? Duh! They're standing on the Mount of Olives. This mountain, the Mount of Olives. This sea, well, what sea? Now, that's a really difficult theological issue. If you're on the top of the Mount of Olives and you have a clear view, you can see all the way to the Dead Sea. So we could be talking about the Dead Sea. Ah, but if you turn around from certain places around Jerusalem, you can see all the way to the Mediterranean Sea on one of those spectacularly clear days. And you know what? It doesn't matter what mountain and it doesn't matter what sea because it's a figure of speech. What he's saying is hyperbole. Hyperbole is where you overstate something to make a point. You say something absurd to make a point. Like I've told you a million times, don't exaggerate. You get it. You understand what hyperbole is. It's it's like a, a proverbial statement. What does throwing a mountain into the sea picture? Something impossible. Only one person could pick up a mountain and throw it into the sea. And he never did because he didn't do silly miracles just for the sake of doing something without any purpose to it. Ancient Jewish literature uses the phrase rooter up of mountains as a metaphor for a great spiritual leader or a great teacher. In other literature, moving mountains is a metaphor for the action of people who accomplish feats or who solve problems that seem to be impossible. So what Jesus is saying is, I want you to know that you have power available to you through faith in me. If you sincerely believe what I say without doubting, you will see the great power of God at work. So, mountain-moving faith is when you believe exactly what God says and you unselfishly want what God wills so that when it's done, He gets the glory. You have mountain-moving faith when you realize that God is not limited by 
your sin. He's not limited by the silliness of man. So the obvious qualifier here on answered faith is believe. Have faith in God. Now you can ask for anything you want. Now understand, God is not obligated to grant your every wish. He's not a, a, a genie that leaps out of his bottle and says, Yes, my master, what can I do for you? No, he's God. We're not. Another way I've described it is that God is not a cosmic vending machines. Aren't vending machines great inventions? I mean, you don't have to have a store open. You don't need to have somebody there. You can walk up to the vending machine anytime. You, you, you put in the, the, the right amount of money and you push the right buttons and you get what you want. I mean, you put in, put in the right amount of money and you push C-22 and it's a Snickers. You know, C-23, that's a Milky Way. D-19 is Doritos. You can get whatever you want if you just, you know, do the right combination of things with the right amount of money. Well, a lot of people think of prayer like that. Well, the Bible says, if I believe, ask anything I want and I'll get it. I asked for anything I want and I didn't get it. Must have pushed a button wrong. Now, that's, that's not it. Next time we'll see about what is it when it doesn't happen the way you want. But to believe, to have faith, is to put all your trust in God. Make sure that you are desiring what God wants to do. The disciples had already seen the, the impossible. Why? Remember the day Peter walked on water? The demons had been made subject to them when Jesus made it so. The blind were seeing, the lame leaped for joy. The mute ones spoke and, and praised God. He says, believe in God. Have faith in God. Ask believing. Believing means wanting what God wants for His glory. Uh, it means you don't give up in despair when you don't see immediate results. It means you... Keep on praying fervently, trusting God to get Himself glory in the manner that He answers your prayer. Now listen, I have no qualms about praying for a sick person to get well. I don't like my friends being sick. I have no problems asking God to spare the life of someone who has received a a terminal diagnosis. I have no problem with that whatsoever. And you know what? Sometimes the sick don't get well. Sometimes they get well in the spectacular way. People still die. Look, does that mean that you define God by whether He did your bidding or not? He says, have faith in God. Trust Him. 
The prayer of faith is not motivated by selfish or sinful desires, and it never wants to put God to the test. True faith asks for what God wants. Therefore, our prayers, our being part of that, that's part of the process of doing anything that God chooses to do, even if it seems impossible. There is a qualification here attached to getting positive answers to prayer. It's believing. You're asking for what God wants. And we have a really good idea of what God wants. Things that are true, lovely, right, beautiful, just, holy. Adjust your prayers that way other than, Lord, this hurts. Make it go away. I don't like this. Fix it. Humble yourself before God. Now, there are other places in the Bible, New Testament, that tell you that there are certain things that will um, accompany praying with genuine faith. It is prayer that is according to God's will. So that means we need to search the Scriptures to know what God's will is, right? It is prayer that is in Jesus' name. By the way, in Jesus' name is not a code phrase for signing off now. It means asking according to the wonderful, matchless name of Jesus, all that He is and all that He stands for and all that He wants. That's praying in Jesus' name, whether you say the words or not. Oh, and by the way, it's not a flippant thing. Go look at Matthew chapter 6. It's asking, seeking, knocking, In other words, continuing steadfastly. It's also, in other ways that Jesus described it, persisting. Because you know what? Remember those two spiritual laws? One, God is God. Two, I'm not. I don't always know in advance what God intends to do. A friend told me years ago that when he was a brand new believer, one of the first things he was convicted about was his own kind of disorganized, haphazard way of doing things. And he, he knew it was affecting his job and he wanted to be a good testimony. So he, he prayed, Lord, help me to get organized. Got up the next morning, went to work, and his secretary quit. Well, you know what? I guess that wasn't the right one to help him be organized. Maybe he needed to do something about it. Prayer is the lesser one asking the greater one for help. Have faith in God. There's no power in your faith. The power is in your God. I'll pick up and launch into that one a little more next time. Oh, we have a lot more from this text about how to pray in genuine faith. Let's pray now. Father, I thank you for your uh, faithfulness. I, I trust that you fill in in our minds around and beyond what has been said by this uh, faltering mouth today. But Father, teach us to pray. We know that that includes praying that your kingdom come, praying that your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Praying that we each would walk in spiritual wisdom and understanding. Praying that we would cast all of our 
cares upon you because we know that... If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.